Welcome to Life from the Well. We're here to share our perspectives with stories from the service industry. I'm your bartender, Joey. And I'm your barback, Peter. I'll keep the ice full. This episode from Life from the Well is fueled by the great beer from Iron Horse Brewery. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Life from the Well, where the drinks are strong and the stories are swell. <laughs> nice. Welcome back, everyone. It's 2020. It's another episode, an hour-long episode of 2020 with the Bob, year, Bob Walters. The year of perfect vision. 2020 vision. I like it. <laughs> this episode, we kind of wanted to uh, look back on 2019 and reminisce about some of the fun things that we did and some of the people that we had on our show. Right. So, so what you're trying to say is... We couldn't get anyone as a guest, and so we were stuck just talking to each other. Well, I wasn't going for that to say. <laughs> I, but, you know, it, <laughs> now that you mention it, yes, Joey, we didn't no, have anybody. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's actually, we're, we've been due for one of these for a while, I think, because uh, we do, our, we do our, random, our random two-offs where we sit around and just yell at each other yeah. instead of our guests. For and for minutes. some reason, everybody likes watching or watching, likes listening to us yell at it's each other. Witnessing. <laughs> just for the record, everybody, we are friends. <laughs> we started friends. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> so before we get started on our episode, we always got to do... Uh, first shot. Delicious. Did you see that video of Anderson Cooper taking the whiskey shot? No. Oh my God. I love Anderson Cooper. He's my man crush. All right. Let's get You love Anderson Cooper. I do. Um, keep talking and I'll okay. look it up. <laughs> but, um, I'll, fi- I'll find it on here for you because it's pretty So, weird. a few of the things that, uh, that we learned this last year. Um, Joey lost a lot of weight, got into shape, and all of a sudden became a sex symbol in Seattle. <laughs> No, we've met uh, we've met a lot of people who have worked in every facet of the industry. You know, we've we've had people who were uh, dishwashers, bussers, cooks, everything, and we've learned some really really cool things and heard some really awesome stories from these people. And it's just been an absolutely crazy fun journey. I mean, lots of bathroom stories. I mean, when you're working in a bar in the bar industry, here it is. <laughs> that's that's Anderson Cooper taking a shot of whiskey. That felt good. 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 That felt You'll enjoy it. <laughs> oh my God, Anderson! Sorry, Pete. Back to I you. I, I've, I've lost a lot of respect for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he did not like the whiskey. Whiskey's delicious. Uh, no, so we've met a lot of people from every facet of the industry, and we've heard some great stories. And just about every faucet from the industry too. 
but no, we've made some new friends like uh, Troy from the other side of the country. Colorado Troy. Troy yeah. in Colorado, if you want to find him on the internet. Yeah. He was an awesome interview. Our first uh, in. our first online interview. That was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, took some finagling with the uh, computers and uh, the interwebs, but uh, we finally were able to figure it out. You know, banging some sticks and rocks together, and we did it. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, and we reunited with some old friends. Mm-hmm. Joey got to reunite with uh, Scotty. He hadn't seen in quite some time. Scott, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Um, Oh, we reunited with uh, Peter Dwayne as Pete well. Dwayne. That was a lot of fun. Scott, Dave, Pete Dwayne, Mo, Ben was Ben was a fun. Ben was a you fun. You just episode. scroll our way through our episode, right? List. Like every episode. <laughs> Kelly, because I think we, I think um, we, we was, haven't we haven't. I mean, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, but we our our first full year isn't going to hit until summertime, right? Yeah, as far as life. So every episode, June. June. That was for like six month mark. Cool. Of actual episodes that we've been able to air and use. Yeah, since since we've been since we've been a live podcast where people have been yeah. following us. Yeah. <laughs> which is nice, which is awesome. So yeah. thank you all. We don't need for... to acknowledge that shadow year. No. It was but... a learning experience. It was like uh, it was like it was it was tough. I do think there's um that it, we could it acknowledge fine. we could acknowledge it a little bit, I guess, on one of these episodes though. Um for those of you that don't know, we, uh, you know, our podcast has been around for about six years, six months now, six years. <laughs> You'll see one of these days. Um, six months now, um, we've been we've been putting forth uh, some some surpri- usable content, some surprisingly uh, informative and humorous content for all of you to consume. I'm sure. Um, tell your friends about it. <laughs> by the way, um, <clears throat> but we've got uh, you know a good. I'd say close to two years now of experience with this because there was a there was a little trial and error period um, that led up to uh, episode one <laughs> for sure. Um, that's I think I think if you go back and listen to Alan's episode, we even reference uh, that it was the second time that we interviewed him. Yeah, uh, Alan, Rashawn, Ben. Um, I think those were the yeah, three. Those, that we, those were those were the three that we did, and they were all. Um, they were all so gracious and gracious and patient enough to come back and uh, when we called them and said, "Hey guys, we uh, <laughs> thanks for helping us practice. <laughs> that was a good scrimmage. We want to come play the real game now." Yeah, um, but they yeah, Rashawn um, was super. Rashawn. Super I mean, they were excited. they were all. I think they were all excited just because I, you know we were nervous in those first days, and I think you know that really uh, spread out a little bit to them too, and so. I mean, listening to him. It was a little hard to listen to some of those yeah. episodes. Um, so it, it was fun to, it just, get, I think it gave us the, it gave us a little more confidence on, on a microphone and talking to each other. And, Absolutely. You know, learning, learning how the hell to even do what we're yeah. doing. So it was a fun, it was a fun uh, trial and error uh, year. And I'm glad we are past that shit. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, we, we got a lot of, uh, you know, the nervous Nellies, if you please, uh, out of the way. And so mm-hmm. we were able to shake that off and come back in this last year, actually interview six months, excuse me, um, actually interviewing people and putting episodes out. We've, and, you know, I really think that we've grown as well with these last episodes. Nice. Um, I mean, <laughs> considering 
our, we structured ourselves for our very first right, episode right. between the two of us, and, and my, then uh, and as soon as we had our first from... guest, we kind of just had too much fun and threw threw everything out the window. We were just so but excited we... to be on microphone. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there's there's that there's you know it's like that first year in a restaurant where where everything's like just crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and you're oh. just like just excited that it's happening. You know, for like, I don't know, that's my only frame of reference for me is, is opening a new restaurant and there's no structure yet. It's just everybody learning how to work with each other and kind of finding out who your clientele is going to be. I mean, we're still kind of figuring out who about our, our listeners and who our, yeah. our audience is going to be. And I mean, it's fun. It's fun to, I mean, I think now at six months, um, we're starting to get feedback from people and that's, that's really exciting because I, I love, um. I love to hear that people enjoy this because, you know, yeah. I, I'm enjoying doing it, you know, and it's really been a lot of fun. I mean, we've, we're putting a lot into it, and so it's it's always uh, an extra special moment when someone takes time out of their day to let us know how much they enjoy it. Absolutely. Um, and I've had a few people, some of my coworkers, they uh, they tell me, like, dude, your show's really funny. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun, and I'm just, like, blown away. Like, you hear that, guys? We love you. What? And <laughs> you actually like, listen to my show? Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> they like us. They really like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's super sweet. And uh, I don't know. So I guess uh, right here off of the gate, we have no special guest today, but I want to shout out to all of our listeners and yeah. our, our ever-growing fan base. Um, all million and you. guys, you. Doug and Natalie and... and uh, Scott, Scott, and Jerry, Amy H, and uh, Helen. You know who Shout else? Shout out to you. Yeah, there's, there's, God, there's so many more, but I'm blanking because, you know, we just did a shot. <laughs> we at Life from the Will would like to say thanks to our silent sponsors. Thanks to their generous gift, we've been able to upgrade some of our audio recording equipment, and we finally have a marketing budget. So Woo-hoo. that's fucking awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank um, you so much, you guys. And you're silent, so that's the last we're going to say about it, but love you. (laughs) Bartenders are interesting people, and this show gives you their perspective. Can't wait to hear all the stories to come. That's from Angry in PNW. That's another review we got on the internet. From Angry? Angry in PNW. That stands for the Pacific Northwest for all you people who don't live up here. (laughs) There's like four people. There's some people in Texas that listen, too. We We got Texas and New Jersey in the house. What, what? I mean, other states shout in. I think Florida's probably there, too. Um, uh, And our third review on iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go through and read all the reviews I can find um, because I love shouting out to people that love to give us love. This one says, uh, the best stories and a great drink to go with it. Nobody has better... um, than ER doctors and nurses, law enforcement, and people in the service industry. I love hearing funny bartender stories combined with learning how to make my favorite drinks. I pretty much was doing it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or discover new ones. Hello, Toronto. That's a shout out to Rashawn's episode yeah, on Toronto, was, which is uh, that was a damn good yeah, cocktail. Still probably one of my favorite drinks. Uh, plus, an episode is almost the exact length of my commute. When I get home, I watch Joey, me, make the drink on YouTube, and then makes one, make one myself and enjoy. That's from uh, Junebug13. I know who that is. Uh, but hey, thank you. <laughs> thank <laughs> you, Junebug. Thanks, Junebug, for the shout-out and the love on the internet. That's pretty dope. Um, yeah, and if you it. guys... If you we, guys... Have, we have 10 five-star ratings so far, so get, on, get online and give us some reviews, you guys. You, even... Um, 
even if you don't like it, maybe let us know. Uh, let us know how we offended you because. Honestly, we're bartenders and we have thick skin. That's hilarious to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> do it. Um, Feed the dark side. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's the, the the fan shout outs. Uh, it's fun. Yeah. To, so yeah, it, please you're, you're kind give of us some reviews and let us know your thoughts. Whether you like us, hate us, or neutral, let us know. Because you guys you know, are ultimately. Chances are, we're probably going to read your review on our, the next Joey and Peter episode. Just a little say thank you. Well, you guys are ultimately the reason we're here. So it's uh, you know it's it's fun to know how you feel about it all. Because yeah. otherwise, why the fuck are we even doing this? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but for to share our knowledge, Jesus God, <sighs> Jesus God. Hey, I was listening to uh, the Scott episode, and you said something, and I was like, "Wrong, Joey." What I said. The Mandalorian is not about Boba Fett's family. Did I say it was about his family? Yeah, you were like, "Yeah, I'll I'll keep watching as long as so and so keeps providing episodes to tell me about." Boba, Boba Fett's family. family. Oh yeah, that's who I was joking. <laughs> I was joking because he was like a Mandalorian. And, and kind of, and you know what? Kind of, uh, kind of, yeah. I mean, no. that's basically no. So wait, is Boba Fett a, a, a um, an offshoot of of these guys? Sort of. So so I, they, they haven't Fett, really they haven't really covered all of that yet. Django like, Fett. They haven't touched on canon. What Django Fett what is the Boba Fett's to affiliation be from with these the guys planet is Mandalore, and so he is a Mandalorian. That's not but, true. He, Jango Fett was a was a was a was a Jango Fett. Jango Mandalorians originally were a lizard-like species. If you wanted to follow canon all the way back, because I think this goes into Clone Wars even, um, and then the lizard-like species start uh, man, and then Mandalorians became a religion essentially. Yeah. Like, um, but regardless, I don't want to. I don't want to liken it to anything. Mandalorians Django, became a religion. Django uh, and so there's forego forwent his uh, the 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 religion because mm. he he took his helmet off because he took his helmet off. Sure, and but then, he kept the armor. Yeah, but Boba, his clone, took up his mantle, mm-hmm. but wasn't a that's true, Mandalorian. right? Yeah, Boba, but he just wore so. But his armor, so even the coloring of Boba Fett's armor and the gun that he used in is totally Mandalorian. The gun that he used it so the the gun that the Mandalorian is using J, J, John Jin or Jin Jin Jajang. I forget. I, know it. I, I know who you're talking it's about. It's a DJ name. It's a yeah. DJ D, J, J, The guy from the guy from Game of Thrones. Which one was it? The guy from Game of Thrones? Which one was it? He was the um You murdered her. You raped her. You killed her children. He was the guy who fought for uh, Tyrion in the trial, and then was crushed. Oh, Oberyn Martell. Oh, yes. Yeah, the the, the Red the, Viper. The Red Viper. The yeah, Red yeah. Viper of Dorne. Dorne. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Prince of Dorne. Yeah. After, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I, I didn't recognize him because his face was all sweaty and his hair was matted down. Yeah. Um, well, I, I recognized him from his voice the first second I heard it. Oh, nice. I was I like, like, oh, I, fuck he yeah. was he was actually my favorite character in the show. Loved it. And I didn't know what was going to happen to him because I hadn't read the books yet, and so that was a devastating death. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but shout I, out I, to I, shout out to Half Thor Bjornsson, by the way, <laughs> the mountain that rides. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> that guy's a beast. He crushed his skull. But like that that scene in in Game of Thrones was like it was. Uh, it was violent and, and horrible, but it was also like intense. It, the exact same crossover from the book. 
Like they couldn't have scripted it better. Like they, they it's like they read the book and were like, Yeah, hey, let's do exactly, exactly this. Exactly. And that's exactly what they did and they like yeah. portrayed it really well on screen. And they were doing that really good in Game of Thrones in the first couple seasons. Yeah, the first couple um, seasons. But then which, they went which I was really enjoying. Totally until, off book and until they just, just shit their pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Boba Fett's family whatever. I, I understand the Mandalorian history. I was making a joke. Just because they all have the yeah, same I common time. They look the same. But yeah, I was just fucking with you. But also, you didn't know that until you finished the Mandalorian series. <laughs> hey. I mean, we all learned something I over the last... I finished the Mandalorian That's series. That's it. We all learned something. Over, we, all, we all learned something over the... Stop laughing so loud. They can't hear me talk. <laughs> we all learned something over the last couple of weeks uh, via Mandalorian. A couple of things I wanted to call back to from uh, last season, especially last episode. Peter's got notes. I do. Here, hashtag Peach Notes. <laughs> Wait for this part. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Okay. Okay. You're such a dick. <laughs> I was gonna talk shit about you. Go ahead, go, go. Um, I do have to go. I'm gonna go a little bit though. Here but no. So, so we did. Um, what was the name of Scott's drink? Stay Gold. Stay Gold. Mm-hmm. And it was, and he said it was based off of a poem. Daiquiri. Oh, yeah, uh, from Robert Frost's poem. Exactly. Nothing gold can and say. so I looked it up and I wanted to share it with our. You want to read the poem? I do. I really do. Why? <laughs> I don't know why I do this show. <laughs> anyway, I heard someone so say. So the poem goes like this Nature's first green is gold, her hardest hue to hold, her early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. Then leaf subsides to leaf. So Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down to day. Nothing gold can stay. That was really beautiful, Peter. Did you just think of that yourself? I think it's a very lovely poem. Were you inspired by Scott Strink and you wrote that poem? Robert Frost is (laughs) a very good poet. Do you know anything else he did? Not offhand. Mm. But I like this poem, and it's I'm probably poem. going to do some more research on it. It is a good poem. Uh, that's one that it was it was included in the movie The Outsiders, and the but this, the band Bouncing Souls wrote a song about it. Really, Run the Jewels have a song called Stay Gold, but I think it's a little bit different. I think it's a little bit different. But I, I like <laughs> I like that song too. It's good for working out. It is or running. I think any Run the Jewels song <clears throat> is good for your cardio. Yeah, that's such like a, run, run a general tip for anyone that um, run the jewels is good to listen to when you're actually running. Yeah, it's in the name. They get me pumped up. Like I listen mm-hmm. to them before I work out, yeah. so I get all amped up. Killer Mike and LP. But one of my also another fun thing. Finger um, in a fist. From Fing- this last finger gun season, fist. I guess from the from 2019, one of my favorite quotes was also from Scott's episode, and it's, "We've all not thrown up in the well." Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's just like, yeah, we've. we've if if, uh, if you're somebody <laughs> that can't say that, it's just time to find a new just job. Go get a new job. No, find a new job. Like you, you can't hand, You're you can't be trusted without. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, the, basically the the. So for anybody who has not listened to Scott's episode, he had a guest who uh, drank a little too much and vomited into the ice well. So all of you people out there that get your ice for your drinks, yeah, the guy threw up in the ice well. Now, don't be too alarmed or scared or whatever. 
Scotty burnt the ice, which means that he melted it all, threw it all away, cleaned out the ice bin, and then restocked the ice. Which takes a lot of time, by the way. So if any of you out there are conscious of mind enough, don't fucking throw up in the goddamn ice well. (laughs) We've all not done that. (laughs) We've all not done that. For sure. Don't fucking do it. (laughs) Cocktail Cocktail time. Cocktail. We're right in the middle of... Cocktails. Well, we're right... At the beginning of January. So the middle of winter. Whatever. It's fucking cold outside. And um, I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, it's it's high time we did a winter warmer. Um, and so our winter warmer today is the hot buttered rum. Which is fun because it's it's um, it's a very American cocktail. I don't know. That's fun. It's just that's the history of it. It's a very American <laughs> cocktail. Um, it, it's it's uh, God. I think it the it dates back to the um, <laughs> the 1650s. So this was when Jamaica began importing molasses to colonial America. Colonial America. It's a colonial. I think I said America. <laughs> <laughs> I meant America, but it's pretty much America, right? So whatever. That's. I think in probably 20, 25 years, that's just going to be the new name for our country. The United States of America. After the Second Civil War. <laughs> no, we'll all be dead. Not dead to America. New England started opening distilleries where the colonists then began adding distilled rum to hot beverages such as toddies and nogs, creating the hot buttered rum, eggnog, and others. And so it's a really old drink. Uh, it's timeless, and it's... Uh, but I mean, the, the, the ingredients are, are super basic and, and and then can be expanded upon like any really good cocktail. Um, so a, a, a hot buttered rum traditionally is, is um, you know, rum, butter, uh, hot water, and a little bit of spice. Um, and so then people over the years have tweaked it a bajillion different ways because I said 1650. Yeah. What year is it? Twenty twenty. Uh. So, <laughs> so that's three hundred and seventy years of this cocktail being in existence, and three hundred and seventy years. That's several generations of people to make a, yeah, uh, <laughs> all the variations. Um, and so it's really, I, I think it, it's a drink that people might be passionate about on one form or another, but it's also a drink that, that people just have associated with like comfort food in the winter. And, and it's just, it's something that that's, makes you warm and it feels good. Um, and there's, I, I, I feel like personally, there's really no wrong to make one um, as long as you're using the basic ingredients and then some. So the recipe we use today, I... Um, I went to, I, I found the original hot buttered rum recipe, 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 what a fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> the original hot buttered rum recipe um, on Wine Enthusiast, so it's probably legit. Um, and that, that was, uh, I, so you're all, you'll see this in the video, I, it's, it's a one stick of butter, a half cup of brown sugar, a teaspoon each of vanilla, cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg, and allspice. Um, a pinch of salt, and then and then you mix all that together. 
and you create, and that's your batter basically, and it's just this big clumpy batter. Um, and then you use like two tablespoons of that into a mug with your rum pour and your hot water, and you stir it all till it dissolves, and then you have this delicious like buttery, rummy, like all, all the spices that go into your cinnamon rolls and pumpkin pie like are in a beverage and it's pretty delicious. So it's, damn, it's, it's, sounds it's good. all those like it's all those comfort spices. Um and and yeah, it's good. So um and and the like I said, the variations on it are crazy because in some people are strictly spice rum where they, oh, it has to be, but, or you could just do rum because it's hot buttered rum. And so it just is what it's, it is. And so your choice you, of you, rum with the you pick batter. your favorite rum, you pick your favorite batter. Some people mix it with ciders. Some people mix it with something other than rum. You can use Amaro's, you can use Galliano, or you can use anything that's like herbaceous and like spicy or something that's going to add like unique flavor to all that mix. Use your head. You know, it's not hard. It, it's it's a, a lot of people use it as a way to clear off their liquor rack through the year. Some, some stuff that they haven't used in years. Just grab a bottle of something that you haven't tried in a while and and pour it in the hot buttered rum. <laughs> I had someone come in to my bar the other day and order a hot buttered rum. We have a mix made up, um, and uh, it's weird. Anyways, <coughs> so <laughs> all right, so drink time. Let's make a hot buttered rum. Yeah, buddy. Or as I like to call it. A hot buttered yum. During this pause, while Joey makes the cocktail, we are sipping on delicious beer from Iron Horse. If you want to watch Joey make the cocktail, head on over to YouTube, Life from the Well. Or you can find all of our videos on our website as well. And just a reminder, if you would like to get your name out there or become a sponsor, go to our website and send us an email. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> from cocktail time. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome back, everybody, from cocktail time. And the commercial break, because I'm sure they got to hear about all the people that are trying to take their money. So, Joey just made us a wonderful, <laughs> hot, warm libation here. Hot buttered rum. It is absolutely fantastic, sir. Would you say and hot buttered yum? Yum. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Freaking lutely. So, you made this whole concoction yourself like aside from the actual rum you made you bought the butter yeah put in the spices yeah you um, did this all yourself that's totally. awesome there that so i uh yeah that's that will be included in the video uh so uh i i uh, actually today unlike the um <laughs> the shrub episode where i made the shrub at home with no uh video equipment today i made the the mix at home and I uh so you'll have some some shoddy footage taken <laughs> from my left hand while my while my right hand does the job and so it'll be even weirder because I'm left-handed Giggity. yeah right I know um but yeah it's a it's a it's I mean you can buy pre-made hot buttered rum mix mm-hmm. usually next to the rum in the liquor store or your grocery store but I mean, you'd be surprised. You could probably make hot butter rum mix with what you have in your refrigerator at home. It's really it's it's butter, brown sugar, and then whatever spices I can find in the cabinet. You know, so this one has cinnamon, ginger, cloves, nutmeg, nutmeg, and um, vanilla in it. Yeah, that's and awesome. You could add you know allspice or or whatever you know, and just make it even fancier. But pretty much anything you would bake a 
you would bake in your winter pastries, just throw it in your hot buttered rum mix. And then whatever you don't like, tweak it <laughs> next time. And that could be your family recipe. And that's kind of, oh. that's the fun about hot buttered rum is it's one of those things that a million families have family recipes because it's a really old cocktail and it's just something that kind of we can trace through our country's history all the way back, you know, several hundred years. So yeah. there's not many drinks that are that kind of stable in who they are that you can put a million different things in them and it's still very much a hot buttered rum, so... Well, it's absolutely delicious, man. Yeah, cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm happy about it. <laughs> Wait. Oh, they're master of evil, Darth. <laughs> mm. Mm. Definitely not a drink that uh, you should be consuming if you're on a diet. Considering uh, there's... Uh, there's butter in it. glob of butter in there. There's butter in it, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, I think people... I think people are critical of butter. Like if you're if you're using like good butter, then it's fine. Just don't just don't eat it every day. Don't drink this every night. Yeah. You know? Make it your no, sun, is, make it your Sunday night, you know, special drink. This is, you know, it's, it's super all about, rich considering it's hmm? like basically a, a what'd you say, an ounce of this product and you hmm? know, an ounce and a half to two ounces of rum. And then hot water. Mm-hmm. It's well, so very rich. It's from the the original recipe in the old Mr. Boston cocktail guide, which I brought along because the, I always like to find a cocktail and that, and then see what the recipe at least used to be back in the '30s or whenever this was. Um, so it said, put a lump of sugar into hot whiskey glass and fill two thirds with boiling water. Add a square of butter and two ounces of old Mr. Boston rum. Stir and sprinkle some nutmeg on top. And so this is a really basic recipe. But yeah, remember, think of like those old like pads of butter that you yeah. would get to like spread on your yeah. spread on your roll in a you restaurant. You get it like a restaurant? That's basically, you would just add like that square of butter. And that's really not much more than we use now. So it's not a ton of butter. It's, you know, it's enough that you would, there's, there's as much butter as you would put on a piece of toast. Or, or maybe a couple pieces of toast. Yeah. I don't know. Depends on how You've rich you like your... never had my toast yeah. before. <laughs> it depends on how rich you like your, 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 your drink. But, you know, it's really not a ton. And so, I mean, there's not a whole lot of guilt to have there. I, I would honestly feel worse about the alcohol I'm drinking rather than the butter I'm putting in me. But well, that's, that's also the way I've been uh, I went to the trained. drink today, so I don't feel guilty at all. <laughs> I Ask me again tomorrow. <laughs> What'd you do at the gym today, Pete? I actually spent more time on the treadmill than anything else. Mm-hmm. I just felt that I needed, even if it wasn't uh, fast pace. I just felt I needed just to get, get on the that treadmill. movement in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. Well, like last Friday, I, I was like my first day back in the gym. Like mm-hmm. this holiday season kicked my ass, right? Mm-hmm. So like any days off, I was either here with you guys or I was in bed all goddamn day because I was just exhausted. I'm mm-hmm. working, you know, twelve hour days at my store. You were like an egg in a tape in a tailpipe. Or a tailpipe omelet. Exhausted. Exhausted. Oh, God. Tailpipe omelet. Anyway. <laughs> Point being, I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the first time I had any time to actually go to the gym <laughs> was this last Friday. And so I went to the gym and uh, I, I had a, it was a good time. I had, mm-hmm. a, I had a good work. I didn't push myself too hard. I did some legs, did some core, did some back. 
uh, did a little bit of cardio, and I was like, eh, there's nobody in the in the basketball court. I'm going to mm. go shoot some hoops. I haven't shot hoops literally in like 10 years. Yeah. So I pick up the ball, I'm bouncing around, running around, getting a you know, little, little more comfortable with myself, because I used to play basketball all the time. Um, well, once I got a little more comfortable with, you know, bouncing the ball around and shooting some hoops, all of a sudden I'm like, and I'm not moving that hard, I'm not moving that fast, I'm actually just, it, if you were to watch me, you'd be like, oh, look at this grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't breathe, I was sweating profusely, I was like, holy shit, I'm so goddamn out of shape. <laughs> like, But the only way to get in shape is, is to make a shape. It, yeah. Is to push yourself. It's to move. Yeah. Well, it's to, it's to create a pattern of movement. Exactly. You know, and, just, and, and so that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do that again tomorrow. I'm going to go back to the gym tomorrow. Fuck yeah, I'm dude. I'm going to push myself. I'm going to go back in. I, today I was a little tired and I didn't want to, you know, like expend too much energy before coming here because, uh-huh. you know, I, I wanted to have the, you know, the snap and pizzazz that, uh, sure. that our guests know and love about me. You want that zip? That zowie. Yeah. <laughs> kind of jealous. I've missed the gym for the last two and a half weeks. And you look so atrocious. <laughs> Fuck you. I know. I broke my toe, though. So did you really? I did. Oh. Yeah. Did you, did I send you the pictures, Cal? Yeah, you haven't seen me? the pictures? No, you didn't send oh, me the pictures. God. You broke your toe? You want to see? You want to see what it looked like when it happened? It's actually, so I'd say I'm like 65% healed now. Like, I can walk without a limp. Um... Most days, but every once in a while I'll like stub it on something and then it regresses me back. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that was two weeks ago. Holy shit. And here's the, this is the bottom you of it. You look like somebody like beat you. Mm. Like your toe. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of kept me from... Oh, Jimmy got a chewy vest. We got Jimmy a chewy vest. Jimmy looks like two balls. Uh, yeah, but you know the so fortunately now that you know it's been two weeks, so the coloring's all gone now, and yeah. well, it's still red around the knuckle, but I can move it. I've always been able to move it, so I was like, oh, it's probably not broken. I probably just dislocated it, but I don't know, whatever. It sucked and it hurts. Sorry. Eh. It just kept me out of the gym, so yeah. I've had to. Well, you're still skinny. Well, I have I have um, I have a pull up bar at home. Which I use. So I mean, I've been doing other things. Yeah, I, I've, I haven't been getting any cardio. I still in. hate you because you can use a pull-up bar at home. Yeah. If I put a pull-up bar on any of my door jams at home, mm. I would rip the door jam out. <laughs> I mean, I weigh two hundred pounds, so I mean, it's I weigh three hundred pounds. <laughs> it's, some, it's some weight going in there, but uh, it's definitely uh, it gives me something to do at least, which is nice. That's good. That's uh, good. I got a little things. You know, there's always. There's always something to do. Yeah. I feel like we've been doing uh, yoga at home too. Nice little at home like YouTube yoga videos, just for movement. Because because I mean I can't you, you know you sit still for so long your body starts hurting, especially when you're not used to it. And so yeah, yeah. I need to do some more yoga. Shout was... out to uh, to my wife Brooke for getting my butt off the couch and doing some yoga this there weekend. You go. That was nice. No, and, and uh, what was it, like uh, yeah. six months ago when Let, we started uh, making all uh, of our episodes, you were encouraging me to do some yoga, and I was actually doing mm-hmm. it at the time, and I appreciate you. Shout yeah. to you. Well, hey, rock Cheers. and roll. Anyway, continuing on. Uh, so, tasty notes on the cocktail. How's this hot buttered? Yeah, we did that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where you at, Joey? Mm. The goddamn Grey Goose bottle. So, there's another reason to hate Grey Goose, if there weren't enough already. The fact that the only reason people drink it is because it costs more than other vodkas. 
I will say, and this is a total plug, um, if you ever go to Total Wine and more, Gallant or Gallant, depending on how you want to say it, is actually better than Grey Goose. Galliano. Dude, there's no, a million vodkas that are... There are... It's a French grain, French vodka. It's distilled five times. It's actually fucking uh, cleaner, smoother finish than Grey Goose. I would say this. Um, we could save the, we could we could jump to our recommendation station and cut <laughs> that's that's dumb. We could jump to the recommendation <laughs> part of the show, which is whatever. But um, yeah, if we're if we're talking about vodkas, I mean, Grey Goose is the one thing. One of my old bosses used to say was that the best thing about Grey Goose was their marketing. Yeah, um, and it's really just the fact that they put a couple ads in GQ back in the day, and then and then Fancy Boys thought that. You know that they should drink Grey Goose instead of any other vodka, and then I say Fancy Boys. <laughs> I, like I, I, I used to have a GQ subscription, so this is how I know. <laughs> I, was, I was a Fancy Boy myself. Um, <laughs> um, it's yeah, no, it's just it's it's not it's fine. It's an okay vodka, but it costs more than it's worth. And then you can find other vodkas. For across the that board are that are that are that are less and better but it's funny because i feel like as a bartender whenever someone comes in and orders a gray goose anything you're just like oh okay yeah. <laughs> okay. okay yeah sure. sure i know who you are yeah because like that that just means that just means that they want your most expensive vodka yeah that, that's what they're saying like whether it's your most expensive vodka or not like i could have a vodka that costs 50 dollars a shot but like in in their head, they're ordering the most expensive vodka. It's like, oh, give me the Grey Goose and soda. Give me a Grey Goose and Coke. And you're like, what are you doing right now? Like you're just ordering you're some with a girl. You're trying they? to spend more money, like to or have something dates, that you're me. not gonna notice. Like it, like and the taste isn't. I feel like. Do you really value your taste buds that much that you're willing to spend ten dollars more? On one drink, just so you don't have to go. Mm. That was a little. That was a little harsh. That was a little. Like ten dollars. Ten dollars. That's your parking for the night. Yeah. Per drink, but people. People are. Well, people are ready to hey, save money. Let I them. Guess. Let them do what they want to do. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't want to get lost in a rant. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's for sure. Grey, Grey Goose was is an old one in my head. It's just it's just one of those things that I feel like, um, it's 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 always a predecessor of a pretentious guest. Yeah. You know, a Grey Goose and something. You know, it's it's like someone ordering a Patron Margarita, where you're like, what do you you don't, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like, so so you're just telling me you want to spend a lot of money on a margarita. That's all you ever said, right there. Uh, so Joey. Hmm. You're a professional bartender, right? Mm-hmm. I had some say. Some say. <laughs> at the kitty cat bar that you work at. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. What was your most memorable moment of 2019? <laughs> you know, I'm going to say it's probably the time I yelled at the guy like he was a dog. What? Have I told that story? I don't remember this story so no i don't think so um let's just get to it okay so i had a guest in and uh he, he was a strange dude to start with yeah uh he was he would just sat and had a drink 
like a beer and it's like chips and queso or chips and salsa or something. Um, well, one drink, one food item on the menu, and he was there for like 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, he went to the bathroom about four times in that hour. Um, I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to him because there's other stuff going on, but like that it was just a little weird that he kept leaving and then coming back, and so I was paying a little bit of attention to that because I didn't want him to dart on his bill. Um, and so when he came back the third time from the bathroom, I had put the bill out in front of him, and and then he left again and came back, and when he came back the fourth time, he was like, "Can I get my tab?" And I was like, "Hey, yeah, man, it's, <laughs> it's right in front of you." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And so then he he put cash on the bar and I was busy getting with other customers, you know, doing stuff. And I saw him walking out and he waved. He either waved or he flipped me off. I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I, I, I like the, 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 the antagonist in me like was like, Did that motherfucker flip me off. But then I was like, Oh, he probably just waved. So I, like ultimately he probably just waved, but he walked. I was like, have a good night, man. He's like, and he did his hand gesture, whatever it was. And he left, and I was like, okay, whatever. And so I finished doing what I was doing, which took a little while because there were drinks to be made and customers to be talked to. And then I walked over because he was gone. So I was, I was like, I saw money on the bar. I was like, okay, problem resolved. So I go over, and I collect the, the cash that he left in the bar, and I count it up, and I realized that he left um, five cents less than the tab was. <laughs> Jesus. And I was like, fuck. Ah, ah. I was immediately, like, aggravated and wanted to, like... <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to like confront the guy because he. So he left the restaurant. And he went and stood on the corner, outside our outside our door. And so like, we're, I mean, we're on a, a city block. Yeah. On yeah. the corner of the street, and so he's standing on the sidewalk, like on the corner of the street, <laughs> right outside our door. So I was like looking at him. I was like, Ah, oh, that that fucking guy owes me five cents. <laughs> he owes me five cents. <laughs> and I was like, I can go talk to him. And then my buddy, who was I was working, was like, Yeah, go talk to him because he's like, you know, he's like pouring gasoline on the fire because yeah. he just wants to see an explosion. Of yeah, we all, we all are. We're like, oh man, that guy's going to do something stupid. Let me see if I can get him to do it. So he's pouring gasoline on the fire. So I was like, oh, I'm going to talk to that guy. So then I got all the way to the door and I was, and in my head, I was like, five cents. I was like, okay, no, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. It's not worth it. It's not worth my time. It's not worth anything. It's like, I, you know, this, this could turn into a situation where I can get in trouble yeah. or I could just not worry about five cents. Yeah. And so I was like, turned around, went back into the bar. We're 15 minutes away from closing. So I was like, let's Get through this night. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be so close to being done. Let's just, just be get done with this shit. I'm not trying to get fired at the end of my night. Um, and so I go back to the bar and I'm cleaning up, trying to get ready for closing, washing dishes and doing what have you, um, side work. Uh, and uh, he, he comes back in. And, and I looked and I saw the side of my, I saw the corner of my eye, I saw him walking in the door. And then I heard from the other ear on the other side of my head, my buddy, was just like, here we go. <laughs> because he knew that I was already like really aggravated at the guy. But I like talked myself out of confronting the guy. But now the guy is coming back into my bubble. Yeah. And so the guy comes in. And he sits down right behind me. And he says, hey man, can I have a water? <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, we're closed. And he's like, what? I just want a water. And I was like, sorry man, we're closed. And we weren't closed. I was lying. We, we had a good 50. Ten minutes to go until we were closed. But you were pissed. But I well, so so he says, "Really, I can't get a water after all the money I spent here tonight." <laughs> and I was like, "Ha! That's funny you bring that up, because actually you're five cents short from your tab earlier, and I'm still kind of mad at you about it." 
And and uh, he just grabbed the chair in front of him. And the bar the the bar stools in my bar are metal. Yeah, they weigh about fifteen to twenty pounds a piece. Yeah, they're they have pretty, a back on them. They're pretty heavy. solid. And so he grabbed the chair and he just threw it on the ground. So it's like gong 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 gong. He's like threw a chair on the ground, and I was like, "What? What are you doing, man?" He's like, "You threw a chair on the ground. You can't even act like an adult." He's like, "Now you got to go outside." He's like, "What?" And I said. Go outside! <laughs> and he looked at me, and I was like, Go outside! And then I started walking for the door, and he got to the door, and he turned around and looked at me again, and I said, Go outside! <laughs> so I, was, I, I probably yelled at him like three or four times to go outside. And he went outside. Like, I, I, so like, I was like, the first, I was like, the first go outside was inches from his face, because yeah. I had walked around the bar to pick the chair up from the ground, because I was like, oh man, this guy's like causing a problem. Like I, I'm gonna have to like escort him out. So I walked around the bar and I picked the chair up and I was like, "Go outside!" <laughs> and he walked a few feet away from me. And then he was, "Go outside!" Then go outside. And and uh, <laughs> he, he went outside and I didn't have to touch him, which was great. Like I was, um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of times there's these stories with drunk people that are being dickheads and physical and, and, confrontation. And, I mean, he, you sometimes just to keep them from like. Doing anything else, you have to physically remove them from the bar. You don't want glasses broken or bottles stolen or people assaulted. You know, you you have to you will get them out once they're out the door. They're you know you ha- you're you're well you really have to get them off the property. Yeah. But you know you're trying to remove them from anywhere that they could cause damage that they're going to regret later. Or that anyone else is going to be shit out. <laughs> so it, it it worked with that. So that's one thing. I gotta say that I've learned from having a stubborn ass dog <laughs> is uh, is a more assertive tone, and that's something that I attribute to to my stupid dog Jimmy, who I love hey, very Jimmy. much. He's the best dog in the world, and he's the most stubborn fucking creature I've ever met in my life. <laughs> is is tone? Because like he really like if you tell Jimmy to sit, you're like sit. He just looks at you. And you're like sit, sit. And you go sit, and then he sits. <laughs> you're like, you're like, why do I have to be? Why are you? Go, why are you making me de- be a dick right now? Just, just he just, just he sit. just responds to sit. Yeah, but so this guy, that was the same thing. He's like, go outside. He just go, go outside. <laughs> and then so all he needed was a an, a, an assertive tone. He 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 looked this. He looked the look on his face when he looked back was funny because he was really confused. He didn't know why he was being yelled at. Because I don't think he knew that he threw a chair on the ground because he was pretty drunk. I feel yeah. like he, he was just like ah. Um, and all he wanted was some water, but I mean, not only did he stiff me, he stiffed me minus five cents. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, I he to, didn't even pay the bill, let alone tip you. I, I had to pay five cents to, to yell at this guy and kick him out yeah, of the yeah. bar. Yeah. Which is fucked up. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Yelling at people in bars should be free for you. <laughs> I, you know, I, I you, really... You should get paid to yell at people I in never bars. Want, but I never want to. I never want to yell at anybody. I my, know you don't. My whole thing is, like, that when you're in my bar, typically, you know, you're part of the community, and, and yeah. I'm happy to have you there, and, and as long as you're not a dick, you know, we're all going to have a great time. We'll watch yeah. some sports, we'll tell some jokes, we'll eat some food, we'll have some drinks, you know, and then we'll have a good time, and I'll yeah. high-five you and you'll leave, or... If you've been there long enough, you know me well enough, you'll get a hug. You know, yeah. that's just, you know, it's part it's part of being part of the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, so, but part of that is also filtering out the people who, I guess, are assholes. So. <laughs> <laughs> go outside! Yeah. Hashtag go outside. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, well, I can't really compete with that story. That was a pretty epic story. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard all my stupid things, Peter. Uh, fuck, man. What's your favorite memory from, from 2019? I mean, there's a lot of moments that uh, I remember, but <laughs> you need to stop looking at me like that. <laughs> You're such a dick. No, my, probably my favorite moment was I had this couple. Um, they seemed like a, not young in age, but young as far as being together. Um, young couple. And they came in a couple weeks ago, like before, like right after Christmas, but before New Year's. And they're like, yeah, you know, this is our first uh, first season together, holiday season together, first uh, New Year's, Christmas, and everything. And, you know, we just want to really want to celebrate the moment. And we've never smoked a cigar before. Mm. And I'm like, well, that's why they called me over here to the humidor. And, uh, you know, I'm literally the only person in my store that smokes cigars. So mm-hmm. I'm talking to them, like, you know, how long of a smoke are you wanting? You know, how big, robust, blah, blah, blah. And so we're, like, nailing down everything, and, and they're, like, getting a better idea. And, they're, you know, I'm like, this one's really nice for a shorter smoke. This one's really mild, light, robust, blah, blah, blah. And so we just get down to, like, three cigars. And they're like, well... Okay, so we'll do some research on these, and then and then we'll come back. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, doesn't matter to me one way or another if you buy a cigar or not. It's your call. I don't I don't care if you buy anything from my store. Whatever. But it was interesting because they seemed super genuine, and it you know was encouraging. You know, it was it was it was refreshing because they didn't seem like they were trying to be shady or guilt trip mm-hmm. me or anything. They were just being like, we're really curious. Blah blah blah. blah. Just being genuine. Yeah. yeah, and so they left, and then you know a few days go by, and it's literally New Year's Eve, and I'm working the store, and they come in, and they're like, I get this call on the radio, and they're like, Hey, Peter, can you come over to the humidor? We have a couple, and they're asking for you. Hmm. I'm like, Sweet, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm on my way, and so I go over there, and it's this couple, and I'm like, Hey. How are you guys doing? Like, mm. good to see you again. And they're like, yeah, we're so excited. Like, we, we told you we'd come back. And, like, they were genuinely excited. Like, mm. super, super excited. And, uh, and so I helped. feedback for you on their cigars experience? I, I told them to file a, an email and say mm. how, how much I mean, did they, they Did they tell you, like, how... This, oh, no, they, they, this was before. They, they didn't actually buy the cigar. So they, they I helped them finalize their decision on yeah, the okay. cigar. So they, they were picking they, it for that night? Yeah. So yes. they picked out the right cigar. And they were mm. just like, hey, man, we just, you know, we these three that you suggested, and we did some research, and da-da-da, we, we were thinking this one. And I'm like... Okay, it's going to be this long of a smoke. You know, if the two mm. of you are smoking, it'll probably be a little bit, a bit, a little bit shorter because yeah. you're both smoking on the same cigar. Da 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 da. You know, it's going to be a good smoke. And I've had that cigar before, and I love it, and I think it's fantastic. So, you know, like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Can you help us with a, a good champagne? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So we walk over and we're looking at the bubbles, and I'm like, are you looking for a proper champagne from the Champagne region of France? Like. What does that mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, go into a whole detail and blah, blah, blah. And basically, they didn't want to spend too much money because, you know, they didn't want to spend too much money on the cigar. They didn't want to mm. spend too much money on the cigar. on a budget like yeah. most people. Yeah, exactly. Thank yeah. you. And I'm like, all right, well, this one is actually perfect. It's a fantastic bubble and da, 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 da. And they picked out, 
you know, a nice bottle of Prosecco, which, mm-hmm. you know, I love. I have a couple of bottles Italian at Italian bubbles? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not French. <laughs> um, but they make some damn good Prosecco. For they, sure. they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they bought, all a nice, they bought a nice bottle of bubbles, and they bought a nice cigar, and they just had a fantastic time. And I really, and I really do hope that they come back in the next few weeks. Yeah, and they like tell nice me how night. it is, because, you know, they just felt... And seemed so genuine and mm-hmm. so excited. And they were like, this is our first holiday season together. This is our first New Year's together. Yeah, that really and that cute. just made me feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, here's a couple that really care about each other and they want experiences. And you got to help, like, commemorate their, you know, like, you got to help uh, 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 cater their first event. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's That's like... Awesome. You know, and we've talked about it before, but like you and Brooke, it's like your first event together, mm-hmm. your first encounter was was at Cedar Brook, and I got to be a part of that, mm-hmm. and that's awesome. Like, I wasn't a major part of that by any means. I was not a major part of that. You played a big role, man. Like, but you, I was there. Me, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you honestly were probably one of the main reasons that I was able to do, you know, to I, get her phone number. <laughs> I, I appreciate that, but I think... At your core, mm-hmm. you were so enamored with Brooke, you yeah. would you would have left the bar. Yeah, I was gonna be like, I quit. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you would have done that, but I think That's we funny. were so dead. And, and this is for the should, audience. So I should say we we were we promising were, uh, future guests for 2020. Um, we're being really vague on that because there are, um, you know, scheduling is hard and whatever. We don't want to make promises that we can't fulfill on, but one promise that I know 100% will fulfill on is that my wife is going to come on and have an episode with us, and so that's going to be... We'll, we'll, we'll go through the whole story of how we met, which is something that... I mean, it's, it's a story I've told a bunch, and it's, it's, it's something that I really wanted, you know, for, for no other reason than for me to just have it on, on recording, so when I'm yeah. old and I don't have any <laughs> memory, I can... I can sit down and listen to <laughs> and listen to myself talk about how I met my wife and then have her there and we'll laugh and you know, uh, so that that that'll be something to look forward to in 2020 is yeah. a little a little uh, Brooke and Joey uh, episode, um, yeah, because she's yeah. excited she's excited to come on too. She's she keeps talking to me like when I can, when can I come on? I'm like we'll, we'll find time, <laughs> babe. Don't worry, don't worry. We're well. gonna get her on. So there's there's definitely. Uh, Something there. So. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's the one episode I can promise in 2020. Well, you're gonna have a whole bunch more. There's, there's, uh, we have talks with um, distilleries and breweries and yeah. all kinds of fun things in in the works. Nothing, nothing concrete yet, but um, we we definitely uh, have some big plans for you guys. I got a gross experience. If you want to do that, let's do this. I. Maybe not. What's your gross gross experience? Uh, well, it just happened the other day. <laughs> like I just had to take it. No, I don't. I don't know if we necessarily. <laughs> no, need no, to we do don't. It. We don't need to do that. I was just. I mean, I think like um, I, I needed to go to the bathroom. I went into the bathroom, and this guy was coming out, and I I walked in, and I was like, "Oh God, I can do this. I can do this." And I went into the bathroom, and as soon as I got to the stall, I almost threw up. And I turned around. I was like, I can't do this. And I ran out. <laughs> it was just, it was so bad. The guy destroyed the bathroom so bad. There wasn't mm-hmm. a mess in the toilet. It just stunk so bad. Yeah. I had to run. You know, I had that recently too where I, w- I went to the bathroom at my work. And so like we have two bathrooms that are like 
single stall, like you deadbolt the door. There's mm -hmm. no window. There's no ventilation. I mean, there may be like a little vent in the ceiling, but like it's not really venting. It doesn't do shit, man. And I went in. I went in one of them the other day because like we have two bathrooms for our restaurant. Yeah, our restaurant seats you know over a hundred people. Yeah. And so like when you have that's one thing like. One of the things they don't put on the job description in the service industry is that you're going to have to hold it. Yeah. Sometimes for a couple of hours. Like, you're going to have to hold it. You, like, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. Sometimes you, you realize you have to go to the bathroom and it's the middle of the rush. And then you finally get a break to go to the bathroom and then you run to the bathroom. And there's somebody in and there. And both doors are deadbolted and you're like, fuck. And there's three people standing there and you're like, well... Guess I'm gonna wait, you know. And so yeah. you just gotta wait, and so no, that's true. Um, you know, it, it's it's not fun, but that's just part of life. Um, and, but yeah, I went into one recently, and and I, I I like I said, they're poorly ventilated, and it you could taste the person that was in there before. Ugh, it was yes, the worst. Like I went in, I was like, huh, huh. And I was, yeah, I had to close my mouth, and I was like, and you breathe through your nose, and it's all just smell. And, and then, like, you, you then, open your mouth, and you can taste it. Oh. So you close your mouth, but it's just smell. And you're trying to and breathe so through your eyes. So you're and just, just trying like, to. I'm not. Mm. You're just trying to pee as fast as you can, and then you almost poop yourself because you're pushing really hard. <laughs> you guys ever done that? It's pretty gross. Once or twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kelly's saying yes. Those are boy problems. <laughs> yeah, those are boy problems. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because we're standing with our pants, like, covering our butts. Like, if I was sitting on the toilet and I was peeing really hard and I had to poop, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. It would just go, and I'd poop. But if I'm standing and I'm trying to pee really hard and poop comes out, then, well, now I, got a, now I got a laundry issue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? <laughs> um, so I think our next topic is improve the <laughs> improve the industry, teachable moments. So at this point, um, this point of the show, we really like to focus on um, here's a better way to interact with people than maybe you previously thought. Yeah. 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 Um, so what's your teachable moment this time, Pete? <laughs> Do you have one off the top of your head? Well, I was, I, I was, was going to like try to be like, Gracious and go and let you think, but then I was like, maybe he has something ready, and then I can think. Well, I, I kind of <laughs> do. I kind of yeah, yeah. do. What's your teachable um, moment on on uh, on the service industry? It, it goes along what we've heard a couple times before this last excuse me six ep or six months that we've had some episodes, right? Mm -hmm. It's you know the concept of don't judge a book by its cover. Mm -hmm. You know, for me and for the people coming in as a service team member for my store and you know Joey does the food and beverage side I do the customer service side retail or side. retail side thank you uh, Joey does the the food and beverage I do the retail and so it's a little bit different on the interactions and when somebody comes up or comes into my store and I go and I, I address them and I say, hey, how may I help you? Is there anything you're looking for or can, can I assist you in any way? I'm literally asking that question. I am not trying to push anything on you. I am not trying to force a conversation. Honestly, I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> I am 
honestly asking you if you need any assistance. Hmm. And if you say no, so be it. I'm going to walk away. If you say yes, I'm going to help you. Hmm. But for those people who assume I'm trying to force a product or assume I'm trying to push anything, they're very rude and disrespectful, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would just say, take a grain of salt, pinch it and throw it over your left shoulder. That was my right. Sorry, left shoulder. <laughs> and just it's okay, nobody said. understand that I'm literally just trying to help you. Mm-hmm. But then the same goes for me. I have people come in and I might assume one thing or another from them. And so for people in the retail industry, don't assume one thing or another. Because I've had people come in looking like they were going to go and buy the worst product ever. Go buy some, I'm sorry, but I don't think R&R is any good whatsoever. Black Velvet, I think, is trash. I 100% agree with that. Um, If you're drinking R&R or Black Velvet... I feel like the only thing you're trying to do is get drunk. Exactly. Um, you're not drinking it for the, the quality or the taste. And if you are, man, I would I would really love to meet you. Yeah. Oh, because well, come into because my store sometime. I just don't know. <laughs> if you think they taste good, better than the whiskeys that I can present you. Exactly. Um, for arguably the same price or something comparable. Um, then man, I would be, I would be, I guess I would be humbled to meet you because I don't think you exist. Well, <laughs> I've got, <laughs> fair enough. Sorry. I've got, I've got some people that I would love for you to meet who come into my store all the time. And you know, I know nothing about I can change your because mind. They I can change your mind about R&R in 15 minutes. I would love I for guarantee. you to try. I guarantee. I would love for you to try and talk to these people because they will literally look at you in your face and go no mm-hmm. and walk away from you yeah but that being said hey there are I, also I people that my... like to be punched in the face because they think it feels good so. and and so my story is that these guests that come in and some some people really do go and pick up R&R or black velvet and they walk out with it but then there are mm-hmm. other people who look like they might do that but then they're willing to listen to you so don't judge a book by its cover for those of you working in the industry and assume that somebody is going to be one way or another. I've had people who look like they're willing to listen to me and pick out something that was actually palatable or phenomenal and they go for the cheapest tequila there is. Or mm-hmm. people who look like they're going to go for the cheapest whiskey are going for the most expensive. I mean, I had this well, guy come in. Of, like preference and class and how people are presenting themselves and stuff. But I had this guy come in and he looked like he was going to go for some gut rot shit and we ended up selling him a $450 bottle of whiskey. Yeah. And I wasn't even trying to sell it to him. I got a chance to taste it and I Mm. told him it was phenomenal and I told him what I I felt about it and he was like, I'll take a bottle. What was the whiskey? It was... I don't know if I've had it. What was it? Kentucky Owl? No, no. 11 year. Hmm. And I don't think it's 400. I was was over-exaggerating. I think it's about $260-ish. But Kentucky Owl. I know. I was doubling the price (laughs) to make myself look fancy. You're a storyteller. That's all you do. Right? My fish is this big. I appreciate it. It's this big. Uh, But anyway, it, it just goes to say, 
you don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, for sure. So I get that's, that. That's my teachable moment. Is you know your personal experiences will teach you. But have patience with people. Have and, patience and give everyone the chance to impress you. Exactly. Have patience. They probably will. <laughs> <laughs> cool. 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 I like it. Well, so that was you know that was kind of my teachable moment, Joey. What about you? What's uh, that's one of your teachable moments. Uh, you know, it's good. Thanks for asking me, Pete. You know, I really appreciate the consideration on your part to return the question. <laughs> um, it's, fun, it's fun you bring that up because I actually have something right off the top of my head Whoa! that I wanted to address <laughs> right now. Um, you have something just like no. that? Um, it's fun. It, it, you know, I was, thinking, I was actually thinking about it while you were talking and I thought of something because... That's how good I am at this job. Um, honestly, it, mine, mine right now is directed at customers. Because, whatever, I'm on this side. I just want people to... I just feel like there's this increase in passive-aggressive behavior. Really, I mean, ever since the invention of the internet and like online, online rating... And Yelp and all this, and like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna review them after I leave, yeah. based on whatever. And my biggest complaint about that is it, it really takes away my opportunity to improve your experience. And so, if someone comes into my restaurant, and something happens in my restaurant while they're there, yeah, if they tell me about it. I can fix it immediately. Yeah. Or within five minutes, I can have a fix in front of them. Where I'm finding a lot of people these days in in the rate and review culture would rather just let you fail continuously without letting you know anything and then complain about you after they leave. Yeah. And that's that makes it really hard for someone who's... Who's a trained people pleaser? Yeah, <laughs> you know, my whole job is to is to really get you to. I mean, it's to feed you and make your drinks and stuff. But like, there's these other characteristics in my personality that that add strength to what I do. And one of those things is is I all my life, you know, I've been a people pleaser. And it's one of those things that in relationships, it's, it can be annoying because it's almost too much. But when I'm getting paid for it. I'm really good at it, and that's like a skill. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I can fix the moment really quick, um, and and so if if someone lets me know what's wrong right now, if something's dry or too buttery or too garlicky or too salty or or anything, whatever, just tell your tell me, tell me please, like that's my job. And there's there's so many of me out there. Like there, there's a there's a lot of my personality in the service industry because it draws people like me, people pleasers. Like that's there's there's a bunch of us out there. We love to to, to fix things. Yeah. Like I'm a fixer. I love to just do little things to fix people's day. And so, you know, the other day we had someone come in and we delivered their food their server checked on them everything was fine the manager came around and checked on them everything was fine and then when they left they left a note that said by the way this and this and this and this was wrong with my visit thanks 
And then when they left, we said bye, and they waved and smiled out the door, and everything was fine. And so every, every interaction we had with them was pleasant, so it left us to believe that everything we were doing was right. But then they left us this note that was like, oh, we were miserable. And we're like, well, crap, we could have fixed that. If we could have done two things something. and made your, shit, made your night better if you had only mentioned it. And so, I don't know. I think, you know, there, there's, there's just... There's, there, just give us a chance. I think it, the, 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 yeah, the lesson is just give us a chance. Give us a chance to, you know, make it better. And I know me saying this, you're going to... There's people out there that are going to provide examples of servers that didn't care. Yeah. And, and I would just say to them that that is that server's failure to be good at their job. And yeah. you should hold them to a higher standard. I mean, if, if that's not great, then they, you know, then whatever, you know. <laughs> We're here to, to, to hold the service industry to a higher standard in general, yeah. you know. We we, no, we we do we do a job. We get paid for the job, and if we do the job well, we get paid well for the job. And so, if people let us know that there is an issue, then we should be more than happy to fix that issue. Yeah, that's Agreed. all I can say. Agreed. Yeah. Last call, motherfuckers. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yummy! That's uh, 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 uh. my Anderson Cooper <laughs> That was a delicious last call shot. So we've had our drinks, we've shared our stories. That was last call. Oh, just a little. Um, I think I think at this point, a lot of times we'd like to give a shout out to our guests at this at this moment. I think right now we need to give a shout out to our future guests. So yeah. if you're hearing this, you're within earshot of my voice. Which is worldwide domination. Joey's sultry voice. If you want to be a guest on our show, and it really doesn't matter if you live in Seattle, if you want to be a guest on our show and you have a computer, you can download um, Zoom. Is the app that we use. Mm -hmm. We'll give a shout out to Zoom for now as a free as a free plug. (laughs) And that's it. Um, (laughs) Download Zoom, and we can do. we can do satellite interviews. We can we can talk on a computer screen. So if you're interested in being on the show, you're interested in being a guest, head on over to lifefromthewall.com forward slash guest. Fill out our little guest questionnaire. It just kind of gives us an insight on your personality and who you are. And, and if you lets us know that you're interested in being a part of the show. Fill out the application, my friends. If you guys get a chance, please go online, like Joey said, <laughs> uh, lifefromthewell.com forward slash guest <laughs> and fill out that application fill out our yeah uh, it's not an application i'm sorry fill out the survey it's just a little way for us to it's get to app- know who you are that wraps up one more life from the well thanks y'all for listening my favorite people in the world and thanks to the giant peter the den mother kelly and the bartender joe that's me <laughs> anyway as Uh, usual you guys thank you so much for being a part of our show we couldn't do this without you i want to say over the last six months we want to thank all the guests that have come on um absolutely let's see if we can do all their names right now 
Rashawn, Kelly, Travis, Ben, David, Todd, Alan, Troy, Karin, Colin, Crystal, Peter, and Scotty. Diaz. Thank you guys so, so much for being a part of this show. Without you, we literally wouldn't have anything. Hashtag stay gold because I think he's still in that competition. But hey, we love you guys. All of you stay golden. Stay gold to all our friends, to all our loved ones, to all our guests, to all our future guests. Fill out the form. Lifefromthewell.com. And slash guest. And again, huge, huge shout out to our secret sponsor. Silent sponsor. Silent sponsor. And that wraps up another episode of Life from the Well. Thanks, you guys, for being a part of this episode. And as always, drink responsibly, drive safe, and if you're too intoxicated, call an Uber. Bye, guys. Good night. Thanks for listening to Life from the Well, full of service industry stories and cocktail history. If you like our show and want to know more, check out lifefromthewell.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Join us next time for another new cocktail and guest.